Today's gospel marks a very important moment in Jesus' relationship with his disciples. He starts off with an easy question. Who do people say that I am? And the answers come quickly. Some say John the Baptist. Others say Elijah, one of the prophets. But then the second question, who do you say that I am? And Peter immediately answers, you are the Christ, the Messiah, the anointed one that God had promised to send. Now this sounds like a good answer. I mean, don't we call Jesus, Jesus Christ? But Jesus warns them not to tell anyone. And then he begins to teach them about who he is. And he does not use the title Christ here. But he speaks of himself as the son of man who must suffer, be rejected by the leaders and be killed, and then rise after three days. What's happening here is that Jesus is moving them away from what the title Christ meant at that time. He is redefining what it will mean to be the Messiah. The Jewish people were expecting a Messiah who was going to come in power as a mighty warrior king who would restore Israel to its day of greatness under King David, throw off the oppressive rule of the Romans, and make Israel a great power to be reckoned with. And that's why Peter takes Jesus aside. He begins to rebuke Jesus. What's all this about suffering and rejection and being killed? That's not the Messiah we're waiting for. And that brings a rebuke from Jesus. Get behind me, Satan. Satan is a word for adversary, one who's arguing against you. Peter, which means rock, a name Jesus had given him, has become a stumbling block for Jesus. But when Jesus says, get behind, it means, Peter, follow me. You're not thinking as God does, but as humans do. It's not about military might and power. Jesus himself gradually grew aware of what God's plan was for him and that it was different. It's a different way than was expected. It was the way of suffering and death. It was ultimately to be about God's power being shown, not about human power being exercised in the many usual ways of oppression. God's power is a power that serves. The Epistle James comes in here today and challenges us. Show no partiality as you cling to your faith. That is, as you show your trust in the glorious Lord Jesus. And then James applies this. You're not to be partial to anyone who comes into your assembly, whether they are rich or poor. You're not to make distinctions based on wealth or power. Why not? Because that's not acting as God acts. Did not God choose those who are poor in the world to be rich in faith? So, James concludes... Do not dishonor the poor. Do not dishonor the immigrants, we might say. Do not dishonor those who are physically or mentally or economically or socially disadvantaged. Do not dishonor those who are weak, those who society dismisses and builds up walls against. The bottom line for those who follow Jesus, the Son of Man, is you shall love your neighbor as yourself. So today puts the question before us, Jesus' question, who do you say I am? Who am I for you? And what does that mean for your life? How do your actions show your answer? 
This is Father Jim Wallace, a member of the Redemptress Evangelization Team from Washington, D.C. Thank you for listening.